0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Amen. I want you to turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 today. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're about to, we're going to dive right back into uh, what we've been in this series on the Holy Spirit and uh all year long i was wanting to preach a, a series on the holy spirit we almost put a billboard up didn't we pastor jason now we was thinking about putting a billboard up but i just felt a little bit different about that but all year long i was wanting to preach a series on the holy spirit when god opened the door and he said now's the time uh all of us concurred as we've been meeting in staff meetings and meeting with the leaders that there has been a special glory on this series and it's amazing because we began to preach on the Holy Ghost and people who didn't know anything about the Holy Ghost started showing up. And that's how it's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to work. I'm talking about there are, there are scores of people, there's numerous people sitting among, in our midst right now that three months ago were away from God and now they're, now they're right with God and baptized into the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. Now that's the kingdom of God coming to fruition. Amen. That's the kingdom of God coming to pass. And so I give God the praise for that. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brother, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. However, you were led. <clears throat> Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of God calls Jesus accursed And no one can say that Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Everybody say amen. Amen. But the manifestation of the Spirit, give me a little more on my monitor, brother. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom now that not last Sunday because my dear friend Pat was preaching last Sunday But the Sunday before that I taught and preached on the word of wisdom Uh, So I'm not gonna go back over that today. You need to get the series It's on Facebook and on our YouTube channel and all that good stuff Uh, So given to the word of wisdom through the spirit to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit To another faith by the same spirit and to another gifts of healings. I need you to understand that's plural not the gift of healing, but gifts of healings. Hallelujah. Because the Holy Ghost can use you, <laughs> praise God, he can use you to turn around and bring healing to somebody's heart. And at the same time, you are, and in a different moment, use you to go lay hands on somebody that's sick, and they can be, so they, it's the gifts of healings. Hallelujah. We give God praise for that. And To another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits To another different kinds of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues But one and the same spirit works all these things Distributing to each one individually as he wills. So you need to understand today I haven't done a lot of teaching and preaching on that, but it I can't give you the gifts of the Holy Ghost It is the Holy Ghost that gives you the gifts, so that means you need to seek God. Push your neighbor and say He's talking to you. You need to seek God for the gifts of the Spirit and to be used. I thank God. This is a good opportunity. In case you haven't got, have you? can you? Don't you didn't have much caffeine this morning? Uh, I thank God that we we uh, we have a church that not only teaches and preaches about the gifts but you can come and see them in action. Can we give God a praise for that right now? You can come and see them in action right now. So this morning you got to witness the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues in the house of God. And they were done decently in an order. They edified and built up the church. Glory be to God. And people got their hearts right with God. And that's what they're here for church. Oh, I felt the anointing when I said that. That's what they're here for, is to build and edify the church and for people to get right with God, man. Hallelujah. So today we're going to continue to preach and teach on this. Can we uh, humble ourselves before God and ask him to, uh, to just open our understanding today? Father, Adonai, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We humble ourselves now And father I ask today that you would open our hearts Or help us to open our hearts May the eyes of our understanding be enlightened God Father I pray today that there would be a release of the Holy Spirit in this house and gifts. I also ask today in the name of Jesus Lord, that you would take us beyond our own understanding and that a supernatural uh, explosion would happen on the inside of each and every one of us. Father, look upon my availability and not my ability today and grant me a prophetic utterance to preach and teach the word and the oracles of heaven into the hearing of your people, God. So that when we leave here, Lord, we've not heard from man's wisdom, but we have experienced the power of God, I pray. And, oh, Lord, that our faith may be in your power and not in the wisdom of man, I ask. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Oh, God, touch our hearts in this place. And let us be filled to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. Oh, God, we pray today. Open the heavens in this house, O oh Lord, and pour out a spirit, I pray, in this house in Jesus' name. Oh, God, inspire the waters once again, Holy Ghost, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Let the hunger, God, hit people today. Hit Let the hunger hit them again today, God that cannot be satisfied with the things of this earth, but that only can be quenched from the rivers of God. Oh, God, we pray today for this in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it right now, God. I thank you for it right now, Holy Spirit. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. If you're ready for God to do something, give him praise right now. Clap, shout. Let's give him praise in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, listen, like I said last week, we, or last time I preached on the, the gifts of the spirit a couple of weeks ago, I preached on the word of wisdom. I'm not going to go over that too much. I want you to watch that if you were not able to be here, but I, but just in case you're a newcomer, I need, I want to just say this to you, the gifts of the spirit, we break up into three, three different categories. And listen, this thing might start slow. It's kind of like a locomotive. It don't take off real fast, but at the end, it's going to knock you slap over. So just bear with me now. Don't check out on me. And I also want to say one more thing. Can I, can I just, as a matter of housekeeping, I didn't want to say this last week, we had the evangelist here. So just take a minute. Those of you watching, go get your coffee right now or something. Uh, but we, we, we broke these seats up because we wanted to make... Um, An opportunity for families to get together or families to sit together and things like that and we wanted it to be a little better on you as worshiping in the house of God and trying to take your concerns into understanding but I but 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 I noticed since we broke the seats up there's a whole lot of movement going on getting up and down I preached two weeks ago and there was five people up at the same time and if you don't have to get up sit down you're distracting people in the name of Jesus sit down now, if you gotta get up and go to work, get up and go to work, but, but if you just bored and want a sip of water, sit down in the house of God so somebody else can get a revelation. Their soul's at stake. All right, now I'm done. Okay, let's go on to the word. Let's give Jesus a praise one more time for that. Just, amen. I just wanted to make as a matter of housekeeping. Now, y'all receive it and come on, it's okay, but. The Bible says, put your brother and sister before yourself. So, so I wanted to make sure we, we understood that. I, I want to jump back on that soapbox, but I'm so, I leave it alone, pastor. We got to preach. Okay. So we got three different categories of gifts. Number one are the vocal gifts. I've already taught and preached on these. That's the gift of tongues, the interpretation of tongues and the gift of Prophecy. I've already taught and preached on these. Then we have what we call the revelatory gifts. That is the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. Now, the other three gifts are the action gift, the gift of faith, the workings of miracles, and the gifts of healings. These, that I'm going to teach on them and preach on them later. But uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I, I preached on the gift of wisdom. Now, today we're going to tackle, by God's grace, we're going to tackle the gift of knowledge and the discerning of spirits. So, so we're in the revelatory gifts. Now these gifts are exactly what, what we're naming them. God uses them to reveal a thing. And when we're talking about the revelatory gifts, we're not talking about just because you can think of something. We're talking about gifts that are supernaturally given by the Holy Ghost to reveal something supernaturally that you could not know by yourself. Hallelujah. So, so when you think about the revelatory gifts, I want you to think about them this way, that God gives these gifts, these gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge and the work uh, and the discerning of spirits. He gives these gifts because he wants you to know that he loves you. He cares about you and he sees everything that you're going through and he has not left you. He has not forsaken you and he is just as involved in your life right now as he was six months ago and will be involved in your life six months from now. Hallelujah. It is a powerful thing when somebody walks up and says man I've got a word from God and I want to know can I release it in your life and they walk up and then you've been going through some tough things, some tough stuff and you don't know how to get it out and you don't know how to walk out of the other side and somebody walks up and says, God gave me a word of wisdom. This is what you need to do. This is how you need to do it and this is who's going to help you do it and when you do that all of a sudden the power God comes into your life, faith comes to another level and you find yourself getting out of what you thought you were going to die in. When God releases this into your edible when God releases this into your life, it is him saying, I see what you're going through. I love you in the middle of it. I care about you and I have not left you nor forsaken you. Hallelujah. This is how powerful it is. Oh, this is why the church must. I told you a couple of weeks ago that if the church was moving in these gifts, the revelatory gifts, more often, we wouldn't have half the people struggling with depression. My God depression would try to come on you and you'd walk in the house of God and somebody would come up and say the Lord has given me a Word of knowledge and the dark clouds trying to come your way But he said if you'll call on me and you'll sow a seed I'll break it over your life and you'll walk out on the other side of it Hallelujah I'm telling you this is what the gifts of the Spirit do and this is what God is wanting to do in and through his church now I told you that these revelatory gifts They can be used for public worship. And when I say public worship, I'm talking about a setting like this. But they don't have to be. You can use these gifts at your school tomorrow. You can use these gifts at your work tomorrow. My God, you can walk into the Walmart. You need the gifts of the Holy Ghost in the Walmart. You need the Holy Ghost in the Walmart. Hallelujah. But you could walk into the Walmart and tell the cashier. I know Lisa and I one time, we was out of town and I could just discern a few things about this uh, cashier and I just said, ma'am, can I pray for you? And me and Lisa grabbed her hand and began to pray for her and you could just see tears begin to run down her face and I just began to pray what the word of knowledge was. And, and, and I want you to know God touched that woman's life in that Walmart right there These are the gifts of the Holy Spirit and they need to be operating not only in this public worship setting But they need to be operating outside of this worship setting and I'm telling you if these gifts were operating outside of this worship setting We couldn't have enough services to pack everybody in this building right now because they'd say surely God is amongst them And I know where my Redeemer is hallelujah glory be to God So these are the revelatory gifts. And uh, the revelatory gifts, uh, all the gifts have a way of building up the church. All the gifts have a way of edifying the church. But the revelatory gifts don't just build it up. They don't just defeat the schemes of the enemy. But the, the revelatory gifts have a powerful way of protecting the church. And the church needs protection right now. Oh, glory be to God. I was on the phone the other day with a dear evangelist. And he was reporting to me <clears throat> about how he, he's he been calling the pastors and the churches and how things are going out there. And dear brothers and sisters, for about 85% of them, it ain't going good. It ain't going good. Matter of fact, it's it's bad. It's real bad. And he was just... He was just, he wasn't sounding discouraged, but I could, I know he was discouraged. And I, I just, I got off the phone with him and I, I just, because I, I didn't feel the Lord wanting me to release the word at that time, I just got off the phone and began to pray for that dear brother. God help him in the, in, the, in the name of Jesus. God build him up in the name of Jesus. Don't let him, don't let him, don't let him fall in this matter. Don't let him fall in this time of testing right now. What are you trying to say? I'm saying these gifts protect the church, hallelujah. And when you turn around and you're used in these gifts, it may seem dumb to man, it may seem foolish to man for some of the things that we do around here, but can I tell you what we're doing? We feel like we have a word from God and the Lord is blessing the house, the Lord is growing the house, the Lord is protecting the house and the Lord is anointing the house. It's an amazing thing Which when, when you turn around and take the wisdom, A man and throw it to the ground and accept the wisdom of God. It's an amazing thing what the Lord can do. Hallelujah. So we talked about the word of wisdom. Now, uh, again, I'm not going to teach on that. I'm going to the word of knowledge. Are y'all ready today? The word of knowledge is much like the word of wisdom. When we're talking about the gift of the word of knowledge, we're not talking about somebody having knowledge. There is a difference between somebody who is educated, and somebody with the gift of knowledge. There's a difference. I'm not talking about what you can learn in a classroom or get through an academic diploma. I want to make that very clear. The word of knowledge is supernatural knowledge given by the Holy Ghost. And oh, do we need it. It is knowledge of something or someone that you would not have unless God told you. Say amen to that. So you can't find it out by digging through their Facebook profile. You can't find it out by creeping on them on Twitter. You can't find it out by hanging out in the gossip ring. This is something that the Holy Ghost downloads inside of you. It is supernatural. It is a gift of God to build up the church. Now, Earlier when I, uh, when, when we were, when I was just mentioning the gifts, uh, I want you to understand this, that when I talk about the Lord using a gift to show you that he loves you, he cares about you and knows what you're walking through, this is one of the main gifts that he uses, the gift, the word of knowledge, the word of knowledge. And I'm going to tell you something. This is very powerful, powerful. Many times God will use this gift. Stay with me. If you're going to write something down today, write this. Many times God uses the word of knowledge to open the door to the other gifts. Now you got to understand this or you'll get a word of knowledge, deliver the word of knowledge and walk away. And that person will be like, well, he knows something that he shouldn't have known about me, but what's good for me now? So a word, the word of knowledge opens the door to other gifts. So if you get a word of knowledge from somebody, listen, when you go to release that, or before you go to release that, you need to pray, okay, God, what other gift do you want to use me in now? Because it opens the door. The word of knowledge is like a butler. It walks up to a door and opens the, opens the door and says, okay, the other eight gifts, come on in. That's why, that's the reason it's so powerful, church. That's the reason we must have this operating. Glory be to God. So usually when the, when the Lord uses me in the word of knowledge, I know that he's want, most of the time he's wanting to do two things. Either the gifts of healings or the gift of prophecy. Usually that is the two areas that God will open the door. Now, I, I want to tell this testimony, I said, I told it uh, briefly a little bit Sunday night when we was in service, but uh, the Wednesday night before, or the Wednesday night, I can't remember how many Wednesday nights it was, two or three of them ago, but uh, the Lord, I was, I was standing up before I preached and God just wouldn't leave me alone. Sometimes when I'm up here to preach, if the Lord's wanting to do something, he'll just keep on nagging at me. And, 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 and I don't know if he talks to you this way, but he kind of talks to me this way. He'll be like, hey, you know, you're not going to have the anointing until you do what I tell you. Do it on your own if you want to, son. But, but he kept nagging me. I say nag, and I, y'all understand what I'm saying. Can I just be real with you? Amen. But he just kept on at me about, I want to I touch somebody with stomach ulcers. I want to heal them. Finally, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, Somebody with stomach ulcers, Lord's touching you right now. Come to find out later that night, dear brother came down. He'd had stomach ulcers so bad that week that he had been profusely vomiting all week long. All week long. And We released that word of knowledge and I knew through that word of knowledge. God wanted to you to use the gifts of healings to touch that dear brother And guess what happened? God touched that dear brother. We give him praise. Come on. Let's give him praise in the house of the Lord Let's give God glory. That's the word of knowledge. It opened the door. Hallelujah. It opened the door Now last Wednesday when we had our time of prayer praise and prophetic release I felt God using me in the word of knowledge I, I felt a couple things that he deposited on the inside of me. And one of them was this. There's some people with some lower. All I could, y'all know, I don't really have any kind of like medical uh, vocabulary. Amen. And so I, all I knew is that sometimes if I can't get it out in words, God will show me something. And so I was seeing somebody's lower abdominal light up. And I said, there's some people that's been having lower ad- abdominal Issues. Uh, if that's you, get up, come down here. We're going to pray for you. God's going to heal you. Now, a few, uh, three people got up, and I don't know about the other two, but one lady testified to me last Tuesday. She said, Pastor, I didn't know what was going on with me. I, I couldn't figure out what was happening. I've been having these issues. She said, But when you released that word, I came down, and when y'all prayed for me, she said, I ain't had another issue ever since. To God be the glory. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb. Now, the other thing that happened that you don't know about is that while we prayed, God healed her from something else that she had. She had been having all kinds of psoriasis and stuff in her leg, and God cleared it up in immense, in an instant right there, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Because we 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 used, or we, we flowed in the gift of the word of knowledge by faith. Hallelujah. And God released us over this dear lady, and healed her, and freed her of this stuff, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The word of knowledge opens the door to other gifts. And then later that night, how many of you were here in the, in the prayer meeting last Wednesday? Lift your hand. So, so you can testify to this. Later that, later that night, I said, there's somebody here that, you've, that you lost a child through a tragic accident. And I knew it was not a miscarriage. I knew it was not a stillborn I knew these things, but I just, I felt released to, to, to loose that. And I said, and God's going to heal you from that. And, and I, the Holy Spirit was telling me, don't call them down. Don't call them down. Cause some people that, the, you know, God knows you. Do you know God knows you? And he knew that if I called whoever that was down, that that would have been a hindrance to them receiving. And so I just obeyed the Holy Spirit. I said, you ain't got to come down. I just want you to know God's bringing peace and he's about to make you free from that past right there. Well, I didn't know, but I got a call from a leader the next morning. She said, Pastor, you don't know this. She said, but, but this, this, uh, this woman right here, she hadn't told anybody this. Matter of fact, it was such a tragic event and so hurtful, she hadn't, the family won't even talk about it. And she said, she's been carrying this thing for years. She had lost a, lost a three-year-old in a house fire. Hadn't told nobody. Been carrying Hoshika. Been carrying the burden. Been carrying the weight. Been carrying the pain. But but when you released that and said, God's making you free, she said, peace came all over me. And the weight I walked, the The weight I walked in with, I didn't walk back out with. God made her free in the power of the Holy Ghost church. This is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is the word of knowledge coming forth right here. She said, I don't know what happened, but the peace of God hit me when that man released that word. And all of a sudden, all that weight came off of me and everything fell off of me. And I feel like I have the peace of God back in my life again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the word of knowledge. This is the power, of God, when you release that by faith, all of a sudden God begins to do something so supernatural. Ten years of cancer, I feel a preach coming on me. Ten years of counseling couldn't do it. A therapist couldn't do it. Reading the books couldn't do it. Having 15 people lay hands on them couldn't do it. But when you got walked in the gifts of the Holy Ghost by faith in the word of God, God broke the yoke and he destroyed the bondage over her life. That's why we're so serious about it here. I don't care what the haters say. I don't care if they're eating hater chips, drinking hater aid, living on hater street. It really don't matter to me. We're ready to minister to somebody, that people with chains and all kinds of weight on them, and unless somebody gets full of the Holy Ghost and move in the gifts of the Spirit, ain't nothing gonna break unless you do it. Hallelujah. When I heard that, I said, praise God. Oh, you know, cuz you don't sometimes you wonder if you miss something. Has anybody ever wondered if you miss God? Well, just stepped all the way out in faith. So I don't even know if I heard from God. I know some of y'all don't don't want to admit it, but I've i I've, I've went home and said, Oh God, did I miss you? Hallelujah, but we didn't miss him. God was ministering to one of his children. Oh my God, he came down on a Wednesday night at Abundant Life Church at 751 Dean Patrick Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, and said, I came to see about one of my daughters. I know she has been carrying weight for a long time. There's chains all over, and the devil thinks he has her, but I'm about to release a word of knowledge, and there's about to be a power that's gonna hit one of my daughters, and I'm gonna break everything the enemy's put on her, and I'm gonna call her up and raise her up in the power of the Holy Ghost. This is what I'm talking about, church hallelujah this is what I'm talking about glory be to God now you'll see that the gift of knowledge opening the uh, door to the gifts of the Spirit you'll see Jesus working in this very often Jesus walks up to a well. He's thirsty tells his disciples y'all go into town and get us some ribs and somebody's selling a barbecue plate down there I need one of them <laughs> and I need you to stop by somewhere and get me a little peach cop and banana pudding and bring it on. I've been fasting for a few days and I'm ready to eat. And uh, they go on into town and, uh, to buy some food and this woman walks up and Jesus said, woman, give me a, uh, a something to drink. She says, sir, you don't even have nothing to draw it out with. He said, woman, if you knew who was talking to you. Uh, you would ask me for something to drink. And she said, well, who are you? He says, I tell you right now, I got a water that if you drink of it, you'll never thirst again. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, uh, and, and she says, well, sir, what is this water? Give me something to drink. He says, well, won't you go call your husband? I told y'all, y'all wouldn't go to Jesus' church. Jesus was a savage. I'm telling you right now. Jesus was savage boy. He said go call your husband. She said I don't have a husband. He said you're right You don't have a husband. You've had five husbands and the one you're living with right now ain't your husband This was the word of knowledge right here and this is the word of knowledge Jesus didn't draw back on his 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 eternal uh, knowledge of being God and grab that he's the Holy Ghost deposited this on the inside of Jesus and he said woman you've had five and the one you're living with ain't yours she said this she tried to get real spiritual because you know sometimes religious folk try to get spiritual when they get called out in their sin and he said well I perceive you're a prophet and she says uh, she says sir so watch this the gift of knowledge the word of knowledge uh, brought this by but watch it open the door to prophecy. She said uh, I, I, Listen, where are we supposed to worship? They say worship here and they say worship over there and now watch him prophesy He said woman the hour is coming and now is where those who worship the father will worship him in spirit and in truth And the father is seeking such to worship him He released that prophetic word and that woman loose listen She tied up her shoes and went on into town and said I have found a man who has told me everything about my life you gotta come and see this man and she brings the whole city and a powerful revival breaks out and he heals all who are sick and oppressed with the devil everybody that they brought to him he healed them glory be to God why he moved in the gifts of the Holy Ghost he moved in the gifts of the spirit hallelujah glory be to God that's that opening up now let me teach on this Can I have ten minutes of, of uh, extra time today? That's all I needed. <laughs> Glory be to God. Now let's go into the discerning of spirits, because the church must learn about the discerning of spirits. When the my, when the Bible mentions the gift of discerning spirits, it's not. I don't want you to mistake it with the with discernment discernment and the gift of discerning spirits two different things they're two different things now God has given all his children hopefully a little bit of discernment now discernment is you determining the difference between what is good and what is evil church is having a a terrible time with that right now when it comes to voting We'll leave that right there. Can't discern between good and evil. Anyway No, I can't. Anyway. That's discernment. That's discerning, okay, is it good to do this or is it not good to do this? That's not what the Bible's talking about. The Bible's talking about the gift of discerning spirits. So discernment helps you know what is the difference between good and evil. But the gift of discerning spirits helps you know the spirit behind what is being done. Now this is where if I, if the Lord would, could say, Pastor today, if you'll wave your hand over the whole church, I'll give them whatever you tell, ask for them. I would say, give them all the discerning of spirits. Because how many you know when when you're when you're dealing with church and you're dealing with church leadership It isn't always Discerning trying to discern between bad and good Many times it takes the discerning of spirits to know the spirit behind a matter (sighs) Let me give you a few examples by the way uh, a scripture for discernment is Hebrews 5 14. Solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So that's a scripture right there. Uh, but how many of you know people don't walk up to the leadership or to a pastor and say, Hey, you know, uh, pastor I was just I was just wondering is it right or wrong Um, you know it's see there's there's somebody over there that's married and I like them and I'm just wondering is it right or wrong Uh (laughs) for me to go over there and pursue them don't nobody come up to the pastor and say that Because that would be an easy, this is good, this is evil. That's right. And nothing, man, the world even knows, well, some of them know the difference, amen. But they'll come up, you know, and say, Pastor, I went through this. I went through this and I have some experience with it. And I believe God wants me to minister to that person. Now, that's a good thing, right? There's nothing wrong with what has been said. What's wrong is the spirit behind what has been said. And if you don't have the discerning of spirits, you'll sit there and say, Go do it. And before you know it, no, wreck two houses. Because they wasn't working in the discerning of spirits. You see, many times, many times uh, things that, that are, that seem good, but have the wrong spirit are disguised and camouflaged by the enemy through something that is good. Stay with me now. You know, people don't, people don't come up to, to the leadership and say, you know what, I wanted to start my own church but won't nobody follow me so I want to come be a part of your church for a year and then split it down the middle and take half your people is this good or bad I ain't had one person say that not one but I've had people thank God none around here right now that you know anyway But I've had people come up and say, you know, pastor, I feel like God has just given me this. And I feel like I'm to do this and do that. And the Holy Ghost says, "Eh, not really. Uh And I'm saying, Lord, they want to teach this or teach a prayer group or teach this. And God said, yeah, the act is right, but the spirit is wrong. (laughs) And what they have is an Absalom spirit, and if you give them the platform, they're gonna tear it slap apart. You gotta have the discerning of spirits. Let's bring it to where you live at. Oh, you got a daughter, and she's head over. I'm on, I'm playing in somebody's cabinets right now. You got a daughter, and she's head over heels, or you got a son, and they're head over heels for this this person, and they walk up, and they got it all together, and everything seems right, everything talks right, everything looks right. But the Holy Ghost is saying something is wrong and something ain't right. Something ain't adding up right here. And they're talking about I want to do this and do that. But the Holy Ghost is saying pull them back. Don't let them get there. They're an agent of hell and they're going to crucify the call that's on your child's life. And Step in, parent, pray in the Holy Ghost and don't let them go nowhere. Hallelujah. This is the gift of discerning spirits. It's not focused on what's being said. It's focused on the spirit behind what is being said. This is what the church needs to move in. Because I'm telling you, don't everybody walk up in here. (laughs) I mean, pastor, is it right or wrong? No, it's all camouflaged. And by the way, the enemy camouflages stuff he brings into your life. Oh, this job right here is going to pay me double, but I can't go to church no more. You got to know how to, to be able to discern the spirits. Let me bring you a little scripture to this. The Bible says in one, uh, first one, John four, six, that we are to what? Test the spirits. To see if they are from God or not. Test the spirits. Pastor Harold, who's down there pastoring our Forsyth campus. He came in here for one year. I wouldn't use him. One year. You ain't preaching. You ain't doing nothing. I'm going to test the spirit. Now, I saw that spirit was right. And as soon as after that one year, we opened the door. Now he's pastoring our Forsyth campus. I'm testing the spirit. That's the reason the Bible says do not, do not allow a novice to step up in leadership real fast. And if somebody get all hot and been out of shape on it, you know you made the right decision in the first place. Amen, come on somebody. You know you made the right decision anyway. I've had people get offended, you know, and go on there, you know, go to, go to war on the keyboard over stuff. And, because, you know, they wanted to do this and we didn't let them. I, and, and they said, Pastor, they're, they're doing this and saying this and, and, and they're upset about that. And I said, that just lets us know we made the right decision. Their spirit was twisted up, all wrong, wanted to get up in the house of God and minister to the people and they messed up. Oh, hallelujah. Discerning of spirits. The discerning of spirits. In Acts chapter 16, we read about a story of a young girl. The King James uh, Version calls her a damsel. And the Bible says she had a spirit of divination. this This girl began to follow Apostle Paul and the others saying, these men, now listen to what she was saying. Nothing wrong with what she was saying. She said, these men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. That was true. Matter of fact, the Apostle Paul was sent by Jesus to the Gentiles. What she was saying was true, but the spirit behind it was bad. The Bible says after a few days, Apostle Paul done become annoyed. He cast the devil out of it through the annoying. (laughs) He was annoyed. Get out of it now in Jesus' name. I was in a revival I don't know why I should tell you I shouldn't tell you all this This to show you but I'm gonna tell you I just like being you. I was in a revival one time and this guy was all up on me like this and I laid hands on him and he hit the floor I was like nah, I was just tired of him all over me <laughs> <sighs> I just thank God he put him on the floor because I was I probably was in the flesh I was just tired of him pushing all over me. I hope he received some from God while he was down there. (laughs) The Bible says after many days, Paul becomes annoyed with this girl. And the Bible says that Paul turned to her and said, in the name of Jesus, get out of her. And the Bible says a spirit of divination came out of her. She had a spirit of divination. Now, many people teach that Paul had to come to a place of being annoyed. Now, if you, want, if you want to believe that, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I believe that Paul was testing the spirits because what she was saying was exactly right. But Paul was trying to figure out what is the spirit behind what she is saying. And I believe after a few days that Paul stepped into the discerning of spirits and realized, oh no, you you have a divination spirit. And you're not here to proclaim. You're not really here to proclaim that we are from God. You're here to make money that we're from God. And he cast that thing out of her. And all of a sudden, the people got mad in Ephesus. And they began to, they put Paul and Silas in jail. And God delivered them out of jail. But a mighty revival began to break out. Why? Because Paul was used in the discerning of spirits. Now listen to me real quickly. And then I'm going to be done. Those of you who the Holy Spirit has given this to or will give this to, if you don't write nothing else down, if you don't remember nothing else I say, please remember this. You must stay humble. You must stay humble. I'm going to say it one more time. You must stay humble. I've witnessed people who God used powerfully in this gift. So powerfully that literally there there was times that I would seek their counsel. Powerfully in their gift and become prideful and puffed up. And now all of a sudden... They're not a gift to the body. They're thinking that, that, that they are the body. And they begin to think, listen carefully now, they begin to think their responsibility is to show everyone what's wrong with them. And I need to help you out. You ain't the Holy Ghost. You might have him but you are not him. And it don't matter how powerfully God uses, in, uses you in this, your responsibility is not to let everybody else know what's wrong with them. Can we get a good clap in the, ha- in the house of God? That is not your ministry. To start thinking their ministry is to point out everyone's shortcomings and sin. God never gave that gift to exalt yourself and pull others down. He gave it to protect and build build up the church. When when people move into this kind of pride, they don't even realize it. But they're actually bringing judgment on themselves and they don't know it. Because instead of moving by the Spirit and allowing Him to reveal things and, and do things His way, they start falling into judging people. And the Bible says, condemn not lest you be condemned. Not only must you stay humble, but the second thing, you must stay prayerful. And I'm not talking about praying things the way you want them. I'm talking about praying things the way God wants them. And there's a big difference than you sitting, than you standing up yelling at God, telling him to do what you want him to do. And you turn around hitting your knees saying, God, what do you want me to do? There is a big difference in there. A huge difference. You must stay prayerful. Can I help those of you that have this gift and those of you that desire this gift? Can I help you for a minute? Let let me just help you. Most of the time when God speaks to you about somebody else or about the discerning of spirits, most of the time it's because he's wanting you in your prayer closet. He is asking you to go to war and go in your prayer closet and pray some stuff down and if things don't seem to come down then he might have you come to leadership but I promise you he's not showed anything to you about sister so and so and brother so and so so that you can go and start up a gossip ring and call it holy conversation. I promise you he has not showed you anything like that. I promise you he's saying I need you to call down some principalities and some powers. I need you to call down some Strongholds, I need you, woman of God. I need you, man of God, to go break. So I feel the anointing, break some chains. I need you to open the heavens over a place. I need you to pray until they get the deliverance. Yeah. That's why I'm showing you. My God, let me tell you something. Uh, Come on, come on, Molly, please. I, I want you to know something. It ain't as much, the gift is a great thing to have, but if you have it, pray for God to mature you to know how to use it. I've carried prophecies for a year and a half. God speak to me about a prophetic word for somebody and I carry it around until he says, now release it. I discern things about people the moment they walked up into church I knew it right then and God said just hold back I got this and go and pray wow. if I would have released it in I would have crushed them and they would have never came back God was doing something in their life hallelujah I praise God and let me tell you this if you if you bathe it in prayer and God says go to your leaders you go to your leaders about it Amen. that's what you do and you submit it. That is the right thing to do. You don't go call somebody talking about do you know so and so and this and that and you know pastor he done changed and he ain't who he used to be. And, uh, uh, uh. You better watch yourself. Condemn not lest you be condemned for with the same measure you have done it it will be measured back to you. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and in due time he'll lift you up. God wants these gifts being used, but he wants them being used decently and he wants them being used in order and he wants them being used to edify and build up the church and protect the house of God. Oh, glory. glory. Hallelujah. That's what they're here for. Glory be to God. And I praise the Lord for them. I, I, I was asking God, I said, God, let there be such an understanding in the house of the Lord and let there be such a grace on this service I could feel it when I stepped up and let there be such a grace on this service that people begin to hunger after the things of the Spirit that people begin to desire after the things of the Spirit That people begin to get to get back to a place saying Holy Ghost put your gifts inside of me and let it not be about me I don't want it to be about me, but I want it to be about building up the church and Jesus Christ being glorified hallelujah Hallelujah to the Lamb. I remember when Pastor Jason, Pastor, I didn't, a, I didn't ask you, could I share this story, but you're on staff and most time that means your stories are my stories. <laughs> but I remember Pastor Jason showed up here, Lord, give me a word that morning. He'd give me a word. He said, you're going to meet the person who's going to bring healing to the house today. I had it. After I preached that day, somebody brought Pastor Jason up to me and said, here, this is Pastor Jason. The guy I was telling you about. Holy Spirit said, that's him. But he's angry and don't touch him for a year. I knew it. The Lord had given me the discerning of spirits. But that didn't mean i turn around and kick him out. Man, you're angry. Get out of here. God said, step back for a minute. Let me heal him. He's going to bring healing to somebody else. I got to heal him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I sat back and watched for a little while. Testing the spirits. Testing. Discerning. Hallelujah. Finally get a call from him one day. Pastor, I need to come see you. Sat in my office. Pastor, I think the Lord's Calling me to go preach in these places and this and that, I don't really know what all this means, and I'm sitting back chuckling inside, because I was just waiting on him to get his hunger back. And I knew what God was going to do. I knew it from day one I met you. I knew what was happening. I said, Lord, now are you ready? God said, Just give me a couple more months. <laughs> I said, Yes, sir. I gave him a couple more months. God said, now it's time. Now it's time. I went to him, said, Pastor Jason, I think the Lord wants you on staff here. I think God wants to use you here. And y'all know, we know that not only has God brought him on staff, but how many of you have been ministered to and healed to by this man of God right here? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But it took... What if I was somebody who didn't allow the gifts of the Holy Ghost? What if I was somebody that said they, 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 they left with the apostles? What if I was somebody that said they, you know, they went away with the first church? I would have put that man of God in a place that he didn't belong and he was premature in and would have made a mess. This is what I'm talking about church. God don't only want to give you the gifts. He wants to give you the maturity to be able to operate in them. I feel the glory he wants to give you the strength to operate in them man I'm talking to these evangelists do you know what's happening here do you know what God is doing right now here there ain't hardly no place that's doing this I'm not talking about what God's doing I'm talking about just packing a place out you can't find it hardly in America do you realize what's happening here you realize God has brought you here and drawn you here and pulled you here for a time such as this? Man, you're not here because you don't have nothing to do on a Sunday morning. He wants to put his spirit in you and give you the gifts and build the church and make this place a beacon of light for the nations. Hallelujah. Where the power of the Holy Ghost is moving. People can say, my God, there's a thirsty land. And somebody say, yeah, but I've heard of an oasis. I've heard of a watering hole. Oh, I heard of a fountain. I've heard of a place where the spirit of the Lord is moving once again. And I tell you, this is the time where people are not, it's not a famine of bread. It's not a famine of water. It's not a famine of worldly things, but this is a time of a famine of the word of God. But God has certain chosen places where he is breaking the bread of life and he is given to those who come and dare. Pull up to the table and say, Feed me, God. I'm hungry again. Stand on your feet and give God a praise if you're ready for the Lord to do something in your life. (laughs) Feed me, Holy Ghost. Come on, shout for the Lord in this house. Feed me, Holy Ghost. Once again, feed me once again, deliver me from my own wisdom and give me the wisdom of God. Use me in the gifts of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Use me in the gifts of the man. Are you telling me there's a place that still preaches on the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Are you telling me there's a place that is actually laying hands on the sick? You're telling me there's a place where people are being healed and baptized? I thought the baptism of the Spirit went out with Brownsville. And you're telling me it's happening? Yes, I am. And God wants to use you church God wants to use you because you have chosen to reject the ways and the wisdom of of the world and to embrace the wisdom and the ways of God that's why God wants to use you lift your hands all over this place I've asked God. I I asked Him today. Those of you watching, lift your hands wherever you're at. Your home, office, going down the road. Keep one hand on the wheel now, but going down the road, just lift your hands now. I've asked God. Say, God, give us the grace, God. Give us the grace, Holy Ghost, so my dear brothers and sisters can receive the gifts, so they can walk in the gifts a testimony that there is a church in the last days that have not forsaken the word, haven't forsaken worship, haven't forsaken worship, haven't forsaken praise. They have not forsaken the assembling of their cells together. They have not forsaken the fire. They have not forsaken the gifts, but they're moving in the power of the Lord. Let there be a grace, God, this house. Lift your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah! We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com